Hello and welcome to the Change in Education podcast. As the UK's largest education business partnership, the Change in Education group delivers the best in-class work experience and careers management services. Why not find out more? Check out our website, changingeducation.co.uk and send us an email, info at changingeducation.co.uk. On today's podcast, we speak to MS1, who is a Northern presenter, actor, singer and musician. Emma has been dubbed as the young contemporary Victoria Wood, and she's just landed a star part in Horrible Histories in the West End. We were unable to get everybody into today's podcast, as the company directors had some great questions for Emma, but of course we were able to reflect on those questions. So please do make sure you stick to the end and hear what company directors Matthew Hodgkinson and Stephen Hackney had to say. Emma Swan, a very warm welcome to you. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us here on the Change in Education podcast. So you're an actor, you're a presenter. What do you not do? (laughs) (laughs) What a question on an Easter Monday morning. (laughs) Not much today. (laughs) (laughs) And you're in sunny Scarborough today, I take it. I am, yeah. I'm rehearsing a play about the Brontes at the moment. So, yeah, it is. It's not looking too sunny, though, you know. I feel like Scarborough's not getting its good weather at the minute. So, So, uh, the Brontes in Scarborough, uh, tell us about that. And also Horrible Histories as well. Yeah, um, so at the minute I'm doing a play about the Brontes at the Stephen Joseph Theatre, which is a really cool theatre if you ever get up to Scarborough. Um, uh, about the lives of the Brontes, but also compared to modern women today um, and the difficulties that they face then and still now, which is pretty cool. Um, and then over the summer, I'm doing Horrible Histories in the West End at the Garrick Theatre. So if you're in London, come and say hello uh, for some yeah Horrible Histories fun over the summer. You're very busy, aren't you? I mean, <laughs> Brontes is uh, it's a huge one. Yeah, it's quite a busy time at the minute, yeah. Still time for chocolate and Easter eggs, though, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Emma, today we want to talk about work experience, um, your experience of it, and perhaps any tips and advice that you might offer to a young person who wants to get into your career as an actor uh, and working on stage and doing these fantastic um, jobs in the future. So, firstly, uh, tell us about your own work experience. What did you do? Yeah, I think that's such a good question with an actor for work experience. It's a, it's a bit of a different one, isn't it? So I suppose for a lot of years, my sort of training before I went to drama school was things like being in school plays, local plays, things like that. Um, so yeah, taking advantage of which I suppose isn't work, but it it kind of was because in my free time, I was training to be an actor, just not really realising it, which I'm sure any actors out there will already be doing their local drama groups and things like that. Um, But I also was in something called National Youth Theatre, which I would highly recommend. There's also a National Youth Music Theatre. And I I think that was a a really great training as well, um, because it was things like during school holidays and stuff, you would audition to get in and then you'd have to audition to be in the productions, which sounds a bit ruthless, doesn't it? But they were the best organisation, so lovely. And it actually gave you quite... um, I think quite a realistic perspective because um, I didn't, I, yeah, I, I, I think I didn't get in on my very first time. I didn't even know how to 
um, apply, I think it's quite a funny story, really. I think I applied my first time to get into National Youth Theatre and I just read a poem. I didn't even know you had to do anything like a monologue because I didn't know what a monologue was. <laughs> so that kind of first rejection going, oh, actually for an audition, you need to prepare, you need a monologue, you need a scene, um, got in and then did lots of productions with them was an amazing foundation for, for work, really. Yeah, and having to audition. And those rejections, did it teach you about resilience and just not to give up on your dreams and to keep going? Oh, absolutely, because being an actor, adult presenter and all those things, it comes with so much rejection. And I think that's so important to speak about as well, and um, especially for young people or an actor of any age should tell you that really, no matter how well they look like they're doing on the surface, it's like a swan really, all underneath they're paddling, there's rejections along the way, if that makes sense. So, you know, with the West End, that's amazing and I feel so lucky, but there's been lots of things before that to get me to that stage, Does if, if that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, you've already touched on it, you know, um, doing work experience, the value in it. Can you talk to us about why it's important and you know again just to emphasize that point of the importance of work experience yeah I, th I think also it's to be around like-minded people as well that might share your passion so alongside doing things like acting I had I worked in a tartan shop once when I was up in Scotland uh, for a couple of years I was a waitress for a couple of years alongside my studies and I think things like that as well they're not you know they haven't directly helped me be an actor but in a way they sort of have because they've shaped me to be me um they've given me you know an idea of the world of work and the fact that you have good days bad days that you have to get on with your colleagues um and yeah being an actor I suppose you have to be a certain type of personable person so those other jobs those other employers really helped as well um about you know having a cv things like that is it's just the same as an actor it's just on a different forum and I suppose with every job, you know, you're kind of playing a role, aren't you? So <laughs> you've got to learn your part for that and, uh, you know, learn your scripts as well if you're selling stuff, I suppose. Absolutely. I certainly was as a waitress. I think I was a pretty terrible waitress. I once had, um, you know, one of those big pepper grinder things that yeah. you, you have in a posh Italian restaurant. Well, I'd never even really seen one of those before. And I uh, was doing this and then put it on the floor because it was about as big as me. And the chef ran out over and was like, you've put the pepper on the floor, pick it up. Pick it up. So, nobody out there. I hope I don't have to waitress again because I don't think it was my skill. <laughs> But I mean, again, you know, these are things that you can laugh back on in retrospect, can't you? Because when you look back, you think, you know what, that, that was a good, good experience. And it shows that comedic side to you. And, you know, that's played a big part in who you are today as an actor. Absolutely. And with writing and things, because I do comedy writing, certainly all those experiences have come into, you know, my own work. I think you can't write good scripts unless you've been in real life scenarios with people, you know, and funny people around you. That's, I think, that inspire the best script. So, yeah, absolutely. So there'll be a lot of students listening to this and thinking, I'd love to do what you're doing. How would you advise them again just to get that foot in that door and to put those applications out there on I know perhaps in that and again it's different it's not quite formal where you send in an application it's all about the auditions what can they do to prepare themselves yeah but I think you're absolutely right to be honest I think it is there is, there is still a lot of things like you know having to go through an application process and again that was something I knew nothing about you know I was completely clueless there with me with my poem in the first place but um it, you know you do need things like 
having certain monologues please don't listen to this and then take a poem in um you, you know yeah and do your research so um it, 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 I, I've basically got a couple of recommendations of places so for example there's something called missing link org missing link org and my friend actually set that up a, a wonderful actress that I work with at the RSC called Yasmin fellow northerner um and that is um for people uh, that might not have very much knowledge about the industry but want to know more so there's a, a pool on her website of all um uh, accredited drama schools for example and about the application process so instead of having to google as I did what is a drama school and how do I go there <laughs> she on missing link org you'll actually get more information so um things like that but also yeah looking it up asking if you have a drama teacher at school they're often wonderful wonderful people that will know about this and if they don't know they do a bit of research with you I'm sure um if you've got a careers advisor saying you know because drama schools are accredited universities so accredited not all universities but um places to train so there is a, a way of getting in so do ask people around you because people will be willing to help you to find out where might be a good fit for you and you know it's really you know kind and good of you to give your time and you know you want to give back to the young person who was in your shoes a few years ago why do you why do you find it so valuable and so important to give back to young people I, I really do. I, I, I just think it's a, it's a funny old industry, this one. Um, and, uh, you know, as people know, there's highs and lows and highs. And I think if you don't support other actors in it, then really what's the point? Because, you know, and seeing a young person come up and really succeed is one of the most wonderful things. You know, somebody is, especially that might not have thought they could do it to a professional level. And then, you know, I, I've had friends that have gone on and been in huge movies that used to do, you know, Amdrams. And you think that wonderful, you know, how fantastic all the people in those Amdram societies are now watching them in films. And I think, you know, supporting the next generation is so exciting. Gosh, I sound old, the next generation. What am I? Gen, I don't even know what gen I am, but it's certainly not the TikTok one. So. <laughs> wow, incredible. And again, you know, giving back again to the next generation, as you said, you know, it's uh, there's great value in that. And the opportunities are there if they search for them, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. There, there are, there are. Um, there's something, especially um, you were you were asking me earlier about anyone that's underrepresented in yeah. in the community, um, and I think that again I'm, I keep saying missing link because I'm I'm very you know proud of my friend for putting this together. So please, if you're listening, do have a Google of that. There's something as um as well that I've been told about called Open Door. So if you put in Open Door uh, Drama Schools, it should come up, um, and that's another fabulous organisation that's basically if somebody thinks I'd love to go to drama school, but I don't know if I'd be able to afford it. That's an organisation that's come together basically to try and put steps in place to be able to help that person. So again, that's that's not my organisation. That's just I was asking around yesterday for things that people found helpful before they were um, training. So Google Missing Link Org and Open Door um, because you know the, these drama schools are putting things in place because you know the reality of it is there often is um an audition fee and things like that and if you don't live in london and it is a london drama school you have to pay that travel to get to london and it's it's those things that i think we can't just um think oh everyone can can afford that unnecessarily so there are steps so please don't think that's not something for me if you're listening and would like to go to drama school do your research into those things and you know there's there is help out there to try and get you there try and get you to that drama school 
Emma Swan. Thank you so much for giving up your time and just to, again, inspire uh, the listeners. And, uh, you know, it's not just, as you said, young people, for anyone listening to this, you know, the the opportunities are there and uh, it's about making it happen. And uh, again, you know, turning those rejections into something that's positive and uh, again finding the opportunities whether it's working in a restaurant and uh, finding uh, the items that uh, yeah yeah, same size as you but no you know again thank you so much for giving up your time for us today before i let you go how can our audience connect with you uh we know that you you you're in uh you're doing uh, you do quite a lot of different things at the moment just to again refresh our memories where can we uh, find you and uh, you absolutely know. so first of all if you are in London like I said please do come down to the Garrick Theatre in the summer and say hello that'd be lovely for Horrible Histories um, but um, yeah please do follow me on um, on all mediums at Emma Little Swan so I'm on, uh, on Twitter Facebook and Instagram and maybe TikTok soon because I keep talking about it so I'm clearly jealous of this thing maybe I don't know. what do you think <laughs> I tried it Emma I'm trying it I don't know it's just it's one of those things where you feel like I don't know fish out of water it's just so strange but yeah yeah maybe it's <laughs> not for us you could oh. try <laughs> Instagram definitely <laughs> Emma Swan thank you very much indeed thank you thank you Matthew, Steve, you've heard that conversation there with Emma. Um, what's your thoughts on the whole industry itself? You know, the whole wine industry, Steve. You, can we start with you? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm obviously gutted that we we couldn't all get together in rooms. Obviously, a very talented lady. Uh, she's obviously got really useful tips and guidance from her own life and professional career progression. So. This podcast has been uh, a bit of an eye out for me, especially when we, I've got no knowledge of uh, acting or working in uh, that kind of industry, TV, film, theatre, and obviously that umbrella covers probably 50 to 60 different career pathways within that industry. So it was just, it was just great to see an insight of uh, it is actually quite challenging to get work experience in that area, but no matter what you do, if it's not a direct career pathway, it, it all has some uh, validity to making your, your your career progression, your skill sets improve. So, yeah, it's good. It was a good. It was good to hear it, and I just think that you know, again, it's another session where people can take away is that you know it's not always going to be possible. You know, you want to be you want to be an astronaut. Well, you ain't going to be an astronaut for another twenty to thirty years, but you're going to do lots of careers on that pathway that are going to build your skill sets to become an astronaut. Say, you know, with acting, it will be very difficult for somebody to immediately go in, you know, 14, 15, 16, to go into a work experience learning environment that's specific to acting, but they may go and work at a local local theatre. They may go and work with the local um, community centre on a project with, you know, care homes where they're doing, you know, music theatres and stuff like that for so there is there is uh, community events that have a, a definitely a, a similar impact uh, regarding improving your skill sets but also you know the student needs to be inventive to make sure that they are you know following their journey but it, as you said it might take uh, interwoven pathways to get to that journey interesting point there Matthew what's your thoughts what do you reckon 
Yeah, well, personally, I'd, I'd like to thank Emma for her time. I think these these employee engagement pieces now that we're putting together have, uh, are really impactful for our young people and the schools as well that do listen to this podcast. Uh, and, move, and following on from Raphael and Daniel last week, you know, another strong representation from a completely different industry. So, you know, if we can cover more and more industries, then we give more young people and the uh, uh, and our school partners an insight into how to get work experience in that particular industry. But as Steve said, it's not really about her particular industry. It's about industry in general. Uh, Emma didn't start in the industry. She's found a way into the industry by different uh, different routes. And I think that, I think we mentioned this last week about positive role models. Emma is a fantastic role model for any person listening to this podcast. You know, listen to everything she said, the journey that she's been on, the tips, they're invaluable, you know, and that, and, and she is a great role model. The same way with, with Raphael and Daniel last week, fantastic role models. Uh, and they do give an insight into how to get into that industry eventually, but it may not start there straight away. You know, you may have to go and do the, uh, well, actually not may have to, you should always do the hard miles. I know that's what I teach my children when I was working in education directly as a school teacher, I would always have that philosophy as well that Rome wasn't built in a day and take the work experience, anything, any opportunity that comes your way, take it, have a can-do attitude towards it. And then mould yourself, mould your character into somebody who can then uh, go and grasp a niche or a career of your choice. And I think that's what Emma is, uh, Emma highlighted really eloquently as well in her, in her speech. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to more and more guests of Emma's calibre in the near future, especially now when we are, it is the 27th of April and we're, and we're deep in employer engagement. We're about to move into uh, work experience, uh, uh, the period of work experience, work experience world where young people across the UK are going out and work experience to listen to that podcast there really will rev them up to uh, go and, and find their own placement. Again, not necessarily in their industry of choice, but as we always keep speaking about, it's not necessarily not necessarily important to get it in the industry, just get work experience. Let's get it all sorted, let's get it on the agenda. Great point there. Steve, what can schools and employers do to support their students and also to encourage people like Emma to come in and to be a voice of, uh, you know, positivity, I suppose. Well, it's if you've got a, uh, a working environment that is uh, supportive and you're looking to the future regarding future talent and bringing in young people to support the company and obviously give back to the local community, then you, know, you, you, you can do it in a really easy way, can't you? Providing a work experience opportunity gives that young person a platform to that next step up. And it's all voluntary. Uh, there is some obviously learning environments that aren't voluntary when it comes to work-based learning, but generally work experience is voluntary on behalf of the organization. So from the point of view of giving back, they are to the local community. They're giving young people the opportunity to succeed and get a taste for the world of work. That's important, Ramos. You know, when we look, we're dealing with the younger uh, generation, again, we say it all the time, listen, the industry is important. Listen, we want you to, go and experience the world of work in somewhere where you're thinking about uh, getting a career. Now, as we said over the last few weeks, last few months, not always going to be, it's not going to be always possible 
to do that because of your speciality might be so special. However, the learning environment uh, is a place where the student can really improve a lot of skill sets. And, uh, and you know, there's no really such thing as failure. You know, if a student decides they want to be a vet and goes for a vet for a week and decides it's not for them, then it was a positive learning environment so they can make uh, decisions, informed decisions sooner rather than later in their career pathway. So, yeah, you know, if you're, if you're an, an employer, you know, I think it's a good thing to do you know, to open your doors for a week, a couple of weeks to some students to just learn. And even if it's not about your career pathway or the industry that you're in, just giving that young person the opportunity to improve basic skills, employability skills, life skills, social skills, it's just a great thing to do. And one of the things from uh, talking now specifically about the students or the, uh, the educators preparing the students for the world of work. And we did say something that was quite funny. The, the, if you remember in, in, in there, she said that uh, she talks about the, the fact that she'd failed to prepare. And uh, it made me laugh because I was thinking, like, was, who, who said the quote? Who was it? Who's, who said, fail to prepare, fail to fail? And I was like, I Googled it, it was Benjamin Franklin. I should know that. Is, is that like a pub quiz question I should know? Anyway, she did the same, didn't she? Because she didn't, she didn't realize at the very early age when she was doing uh, Find a dream to be an actor that um, she didn't prepare, she didn't have any improv, was it? She didn't have any improvision ready. So uh, everybody else did. And so again, you know, she's took that. It's not, you know, she might have seen it as a negative experience, but she learned from it and then obviously she was prepared after that. So yeah.